Welcome back to Off the Dome. Today, we don't really know what we're going to talk about. I came up with the idea for this one. Let's get going. So I'm hosting. Do you, do we want to talk about what we've our personal stuff in the past week? We went to a concert in Nashville. Oh yeah, we went to an NF concert, guys. It, it was awesome. So if if Isaac's voice cracks, I was gonna say it might be because of that, but I feel like that's just a given that it's gonna crack at some point. I had lost or felt the losing of my voice. I had loss of voice. I felt the losing of my voice like four songs in. I just love NF, and he's really good. Oh, I would say less than that. It was around four songs, um, three or four, because he started off with his better songs. So we're not better, but his more, you know, popular songs. So his I new, his newer songs. I'd say yeah. His the because the first three were all from the album, from the Hope album. If y'all don't listen to NF, great dude, you should listen to him. Also, Corday opened, and uh, he was okay. He's fine. Yeah, no, Corday. Corday's just he, young. He had a good couple. He's twenty-five. Well, yeah, he's just. I just feel like he can get a lot better I mean, as he gets older. I mean, NF's thirty. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. He or, thir- I, or thirty-one. I don't know. I forgot. Baby number two on the way. He's thirty. Oh, he's thirty-two. Never mind. Goodness, he's old. No, thirty-two is not old. I guess we're at the age where it's not really old anymore, but it seems so old. It's just like thirty's still. You're considered young by many. You're 20, and I'm about to be 20. Wow. I'm about to be 21. Oh, my goodness. I would say we're getting old, but... No, we're not. You got... Steve Steve will be on our head. Yeah. Don't do that. No, we're not. We're not getting old. I mean, I am really sore for absolutely no reason. Okay, no. Now now you're now you're complaining like you're old, but you're not. You're fine. I'm fine. Anyway. I'm hosting today. Yeah, let's see how this goes. Joan, actually, no, Jonah's very good What host. do you mean? I came up with all these ideas. There's... There's six things here. Jonah texts me, and he's like, hey, Isaac, what are we talking about today? And I was like... <laughs> and Isaac goes, Isaac goes, not going to lie, don't know. I was like, let's just turn on the mic and see what happens. Good question. No idea. <laughs> if you got something, then today's the day. And I have something, because me and Jack Johnson, shout out Jack Johnson if you're listening. I told him to listen. He gave me a couple ideas. I work at the movie theater. He works at the movie theater, too. So we were talking about NBA yesterday, so we talked about some of these things. My goodness, my neighbor always mows his lawn right? recording. Right? I was literally about to say, you got to mow today every single time. Every single I, time we record. I bet it's just like every like Saturday or Friday, like end of the week. At 10 a.m.? that's usually what, yeah. That's before it gets like stupid hot. True, I guess. I mean, Man, it's been hot it's this that, week. It's that or mow at like five. Yeah, I guess that's right. But it's just still, I'm it's a, still very annoying. I'm yesterday. All right, do we want to get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So we're wait, wait, gonna, real uh, quick. Say again. What? Real quick before we get into it, yeah. is there anything NBA noteworthy that we want to talk about? Uh, Damian Lillard. What, oh, the I didn't read up on it. The whole thing. Okay, so you know how him and his agent have both been saying he doesn't want to go anywhere except Miami. Yeah. The NBA told him to shut up. I think it was just his agent that said. Oh that. no, Dame. Dame did not as much as his agent though. Dame said it, but not to the extent of his agent. But the NBA is like, hey. If you keep like talking like that, we're going to suspend you. Well, yeah, players just think they have and, all the power. And, and Dame said, I don't think it's as much Dame as it is his agent. And then Dame said today that whatever team he ends up going to, he's going to give the same amount of energy to any team he goes to, is what he said. Except but, the Celtics. He would not give them the same amount of energy. No. <laughs> and the Trailblazers. That's really the only thing, though. The Heat don't have enough assets to get him. They They're- do, They do. just not ones that the Trailblazers want. They don't want Hero. You can't just trade Hero and picks. Hero, no, it would be Hero, Duncan Robinson, maybe Kyle Lowry and some other stuff. It wouldn't just be Hero and picks, no. 
but I, I still wouldn't take that trade. Because I don't know if you noticed, but Damian Lillard is better than Tyler Hero. He is better than Tyler Hero. He's not worth Tyler Hero. He's worth more. I feel like the only player on the Heat that the Trailblazers should be okay, like should want that they're not going to get is Bam Adebayo. Like that's the only trade-worthy player on the Heat for Dame, and as, they're not going to trade. I mean, him. as it stands right now, Tyler Hero is probably a better player right now, but Bam is. Whoa. You just said Tyler Hero is better than Bam? Yes, he's had more success. Bam is just very inconsistent. I'm not saying Bam couldn't be more. Bam's a three-time All-Star, bro. I mean, he didn't deserve it this past year. But it's still All-Star. Tyler Hero should have been an All-Star a couple times. Okay. Um, Tyler Hero is more consistent right now. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, it's like who's been better the past two years, Jordan Poole or Clay Thompson? Okay, but that's different because Clay Thompson has like is come- it? It's not. I guess you're. That's <laughs> see the Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson. That's a good argument, but but Bam versus Tyler Hero. Bam is consistently giving you sixteen in the night, and also a good defense. I Tyler would, Hero is awful on defense. I wouldn't say because that's not what he does. Well, Bam is good at what he's good at, and he doesn't Tyler- give you consistently anything because in the playoffs he disappears. So does Tyler Hero no. in a totally different way. Yes, that's <laughs> different because before he got injured, he was a maniac. I mean, I just remember Bam absolutely locking up Jason Tatum back in 2020 in the playoffs. and I always... Yeah, it's one of the greatest blocks in playoff history. It's well, so good. Just his entire play, he's a good defensive player and can guard all five positions. Yes, he can guard one through five easily. And, and then just Tyler Hero can score on anyone he wants to. And Bam is a pretty good offensive player too. I'm not saying he's better than Tyler Hero at offense. But I would take Bam for his two-way ability. Their numbers are very similar. The numbers are different because Bam is a big man. Big man, especially the type of big man that Bam is, he's not going to average you 28 a game. No, they both average 20, but Hero doesn't average that many less rebounds than Bam does. Wait, wait, what's the, what's the stat? Six and, like, eight and a half. Tyler Hero averages six rebounds? Yeah. Five, okay. 5.5. 5. Okay, respect, respect. 5.5. That rounds up to six, doesn't it? Oh, you you cheeky bugger. Almost five assists, too. You cheeky bugger. I'll give it to you. I don't know. I guess maybe it's just the fact that Bam is still Bam at a bio. It's the name recognition, I guess. Tyler Hero is a bigger name than Bam at a bio is. Yeah, he's probably because of the rap song. He said a song written about probably him. Probably because of the rap song. I'll give it to you. Bam at a bio could definitely easily be better, but Tyler Hero is more consistent as it stands right now. But I think that'll change very soon. I think if you factor in injuries, though, Bam is 100% better than Tyler Hero. I wouldn't say 100%, no. Because besides that, this past playoffs, he hasn't been injured that much. But what would you rather have? A player that shows up in the playoffs and plays decent or a player that just doesn't show up in the playoffs at all? It wasn't his fault. That isn't different. Yeah, he, I know. He, yes, he doesn't show up in the playoffs when it wasn't his fault. I know it's not his fault, but it's still a thing you have also, to factor in. Bam probably averaged 10 points a game in the playoffs. That's um, not showing up. Wait, wait let's, let's, let's look this up. How many points a game did Bam average in the playoffs? I'm saying 16 because he wasn't he had, to, he had his moments when he was still Bam out of bio. And he never was really like the best guy. Oh, he did have game one. Of the finals where he played really well. And then he kind of disappeared after that. One thing that I do applaud with Bam, is he has really improved his jumper in the league. Like He came in not being able to shoot anywhere past like 10 feet. The finals he did good, I will say. But before that, it was 12, 11, 16, 10, 13, 
It's not great. Uh, it's not also, great. also, five rebounds, three rebounds. I just think I got to see Tyler Hero have good performances in the playoffs before I can completely say he's better than Bam. I mean, I know he had the one or two back in 2020. It's just the just because Bam has been an All Star multiple times. It's because there's there's less good big men in the league than there are guards in the league. I know you can't rely on like the committees that select the all tar- all star teams and I don't think all that's the, the issue. I think it's just the volume of guards to the volume of big men in the league. Because there's a lot more guards that are I, good. I'll give you I'll give you that. I'll give you that. At least it's at least it's not saying that Austin Reeves is better than Tyler Hero, because I've actually seen people arguing that. Everyone says that Jordan Poole's better than Tyler Hero, but that's definitely not true. Jordan Poole, the only thing he's their, got on their Tyler stats Hero aren't close. It's consistent. It's not consistent. It's consistently playing because Tyler yes. goes out a lot. I thought you were saying being consistent, and Jordan Poole is the opposite of that. It'll give you thirty or five. I saw something where it was saying you know top ten players that are going to be on the Wizards this year, and they put Poole at number one over Kuzma, yeah. which I think is crazy. I think Kuzma's better than Poole. Jordan Poole shoot thirty shots a game though. I think Kuz and Jordan Poole. They'll at least be fun to watch, Jordan, just because Jordan Poole will either be terrible or be an All Star this year. No, he'll 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 get the Dylan Brooks effect, where he thinks he can shoot as many shots as he wants in a game, and everyone will just keep greenlighting him. Dylan Brooks said recently that he was just unhappy with being. He didn't want to be a third or fourth option like Grizzlies. Well, that's how good you are, Dylan. You're a third or fourth option, Dylan. Deal you're going to be it. like the fifth option on the Rockets. Like seriously, you're the worst scorer on that starting lineup. At least, even if you do start. Van Vliet, Jalen Green, Dylan Brooks, Singoon. No, you got you got to think Ahmed Thompson is going to score over Dylan Brooks. Well, I wasn't factoring in Ahmed Thompson because he might be injured. Also, Shen Goon. Shen Goon's a better I scorer than Dylan Shen Brooks. Goon. You said Shen Goon? Who starts power forward? At power forward? Uh, sometimes. Jay Sean Tate. Jashon Tate isn't really a scorer. K.J. Martin Jr. He's gone now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, K.J. Martin. He got traded. Nobody wants to talk about K.J. Martin. Anyways, all right. So today we're going to be talking about, we haven't really talked about like our overarching, this entire podcast is about opinions, but we haven't talked about like our big opinions. Guys, well, right here, we want you to comment and yes, talk about. this is not set in stone. This is pure, this is the most opinion thing we've done. This is to get y'all talking. So first, let's, the, I have a question before I ask the first one. What do you think is the most important factor when it comes to determining the better player between two players or just the best player ever? When you're talking about greatness all time? Yes. So a lot of people say championships, and I understand that championships... It can be a combination of a couple things, too. You don't have to name just one thing. I understand that people say championships are the most important thing. Then Robert Ory would be Jesus Christ himself. Or Bill Russell would. Yes. And he's good. But in my opinion, I don't think it's championships. I don't think it's awards. I feel like championship is a close second. But for me... It comes down to just the eye test, first and foremost. I can't explain why. It goes eye test, championships, then stats, and then rewards after. Because if you look at the best players of all time, one thing that you can 100% see from all of them is that they all dominated in their respective games, and they easily scored or easily got their things. So you watch Michael Jordan. He was easily the best player on the court every single time he stepped on the court. Because... That'll lead into the next one. Who do you think is the best player of all time? Michael Jordan. Thank you. Because, you know, everyone has their LeBron phase where they think it's LeBron. The thing and, the thing is, so I test, they both passed it, obviously, right? Yes. So what's next? 
championships. There you go. And this is where I kind of get a little weird because it makes me very upset when people say LeBron doesn't have a conversation for it. Uh, he definitely has a conversation. He's too definitively, and it's not close. I feel like Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the only two players ever that have a legitimate case for the greatest of all time. Yes. LeBron has a case because of his, what was it, 11 finals in a row? Or was it eight? I think it might be, oh, hold on. Whatever it was. But, but, I know he couldn't get the job done. I get that. He couldn't get the job done like Michael could. But what makes me so upset is when people say, oh, just because he won one less series every other year than Michael Jordan did, that makes him that much worse than him. Eight. Eight, yeah, exactly. Eight straight NBA Finals. And he won four of them, wasn't it? No, no, no. He won. He has four championships. He won three of those eight. But then he won bubble. Yes. So he won three of those eight. So while Michael Jordan won six of his six, one thing that Jordan or Michael still had, or one thing LeBron still had, is he still won more series in that eight years than Jordan did. And so now I'm not saying Jordan's worse because Jordan is definitely still better because he got the job done. But it makes me upset when people say LeBron doesn't have a case because he couldn't win the championships, even though he was still very close to all eight of those He was up against some of the best teams of all time. Exactly. If not one of the best. And then also, you have to think, how much help did they both have? And this is another thing that just, ooh, gets my bubbles bursting. What are you about to say? You'll see these pages where it'll be like, look at all the all-star teammates LeBron James had. And it shows a huge list. And then it'll show, like, Shaq and Ray Allen. And it's like, dude, he played with Shaq and Ray Allen in their twilights of their career. Okay, no, Ray Allen I would still leave up there. Shaq, no. I would still leave because Ray Allen saved his career. Yes. I would still leave Ray Allen. But even if you take away those guys, I would say you put up the guys that were all-stars with with, when they were playing with LeBron or Jordan. LeBron still has way more help than Jordan ever did. The thing with my argument there is just that Jordan, you know, to be the greatest, you have have to have a little bit of luck. Jordan got his team, like the team set up that he needed to win a championship. He got it right the first time. Yes. LeBron. And it didn't change. Exactly. It barely changged. LeBron didn't get it right the first time. He had to to keep going to different teams that could finally set him up with a good team. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, LeBron had more help. But that's just because they kept having to try to get him new guys. Because you think about it, everyone's like, he played with Westbrook. Well, Westbrook still didn't work well for him, so just because he had better well, teammates. Well, it's also not good Westbrook, so that doesn't count. Exactly. Westbrook's old. The only players he played with in their prime were Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving. Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade. But Dwayne was still towards the end. An all-star and MVP candidate. Yes, but you know Dwayne's best years were in 2006 through 2010 when he was the best player on his team putting up 30 a game. I'm not saying Dwayne Wade was bad in those years. He was very, very good, but he still had to take a back seat, meaning he wasn't at his best that he possibly could have been playing with LeBron. He's the second greatest second option ever. Yes. I'm not going to argue with that. He is. He was still really, 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 really good. But Dwayne Wade was like Kobe on the Lakers in just the fact that he's good, but it's not the best version of Dwayne Wade you you have. The best version of Dwayne Wade was when he had the heat all to himself. But that's not because of he got worse. No, I'm not saying that at all. Then No, then he was still in his prime whenever LeBron was there. You're saying that Dwayne Wade got—you're saying that that wasn't as good of a version as Dwayne Wade because he wasn't playing as well. 
So Dwayne Wade was still the same amount of good that he was in, like, late 2000s. I guess you can make that argument. I think he was, I think his prime lasts until, like, almost 2015, 2014. When did he retire? 2018? 19. 19. Okay. Mm, yeah, I could say that. He averaged 15 a game in his last year. Yeah, that's why, well, he was still a starter on that team. Hmm? He was still a starter on oh, that team. I mean, well, yeah, but, like, there are players that were starters that, didn't score anything. Dirk in his last year. Dirk. All I'm saying is LeBron James, yes, he had more help. But if you look at the big three heat, there wasn't too much of a difference in its setup than it, Jordan's setup. I mean, Bosch is obviously better than Rodman all time. Oh, not whoa, whoa. No, wait, 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 no, wait. no, 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 no. Let me, let me, sorry. Oh wait. my goodness, that was crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Let me explain that because I... Just I said it wrong, and I'm probably going to edit that out because that was wrong. Well, leave that in. That was crazy. Okay, no, no. I said that in a different way. Wait, wait. I don't mean, what I, I don't mean that. <laughs> Bosch was an offensive option much more than Rodman was Yes, an because option. Rodman couldn't score a layup if you gave it to him. So what I mean, though, is if you're looking... I said, uh, wow. Okay. Bosch is obviously a better scorer than Rodman will ever be. Never, ever. But Rodman is still better all time because Rodman is one of the. Rodman is way better all time. Sorry, <laughs> I. I retract that statement because Leave that was wrong. In. That I, was so good. Oh man. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me. Bosch is a better scorer. Well, Rodman... well, obviously, everyone's a better scorer than Rodman. Rodman was better in his role than Bosch needed to be. Rodman is is pound for pound the best rebounder of all time. I I could I could agree with that. Yeah, pound for pound, because he's six seven. He was like maybe even like six six. Yeah, something like that. He's a little Zion boy, except he couldn't. Don't you ever? <laughs> but except he couldn't get injured every single game. It looks a lot like Jordan's first a uh, three peat with Horace Grant. But then, why did you say with Horace Grant of all people that you could have said? Because Horace Grant and Chris Bosh are kind of the same. Like, don't. No, I'm not saying they're the same player, but I'm saying like. They, if you're matching up Jordan's big three and LeBron's big three, Bosh would be most similar to Horace Grant. Are you saying that Horace Grant is as good as Chris Bosh? No. I'm saying they match up well, though. No, they don't. Chris Bosh dominates Horace Grant. Yes, I'm not saying. I'm saying they, they're going to ha- They would match up, though, if you put the big threes against each other. But that still means that LeBron's team was yes. way better. Yes. Also, just the roster in general was way better than... The, like, their starting center was Luke Longley on that I mean, Bulls team. The Heat starting center was Joel Anthony. That brother was crazy. Or Chris Anderson. I'm going to say Birdman was better. Birdman was good. And then their starting point guard was Mario Rio. Charles. Rio was good. In college, he was. Rio was good in the NBA. 75 overall in 2K. I mean, the... So? That doesn't mean squat. Oh, man. Mario Chalmers and Norris Cole. Remember Norris Cole? Yeah, Norris Cole's the one that passed LeBron that lob. That where he executed Jason Jason Terry. Terry. I remember Norris Cole and Mario Chalmers and then Rashard Lewis in the twilight of his career. Rashard Lewis is still good. Yeah, but he's still in the twilight of his career. Udo, before Udo was awful, awful. And then, you know, they really... Didn't have that much Birdman, better. Birdman, Battier, Ray Allen. It was really the big three and then everyone else still. No. Jordan's team, they also had Tony Kukoc on Jordan's team, who's really good. People. Ron Harper was also really good on the Heat. Or 
Bulls. Steve Kerr was also strangely good. Yes. But then their starting center is like known as one of the worst. Bill Wellington. Not good. Or Wennington. Not Wellington. Wennington. Luke Longley. Luke Longley. So, I mean, you really can match. If you match those guys up together, you really understand that our whole point about this is just that it makes us upset when people try to say that there's a huge gap between LeBron and Jordan when it is a decently difficult debate to see who is the best all time. It's still Jordan, but it's really angering to make it obviously Jordan. Or obviously LeBron. Yes. That goes both ways because you have those LeBron guys that will argue with everything you say. Oh, my gosh. Even though, no, we can. No, no, no. My grandfather one time tried to tell me that John Havlicek had a case for the MVP. And I am the biggest Celtics fan in the world. But there's no way. Get away from your mic. There's no way. A case for the greatest player of all time? Yes. No, I'm going to argue why he wasn't. Because he was maybe top, maybe not even top 20 all time. John Havlicek. He's top 20 all time. Yes. It just. You could say the same thing about like. Yeah, actually, no, he was top 20 all yes, time. Yes, he's top 20 all time. Because he's the all time leading scorer in Celtics history. Yes, people. He, John Havlicek is one of the forgotten guys because he played like a long time ago. My dad. 70s. My dad's favorite player is John Havlicek. Uh, yeah, he was a good player, but he's not. Don't. Goat worthy. No, well, no. And that was what makes it, that's what I'm saying is uh, such a stupid take. Well, no, 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 no. He's goat-worthy when it comes to depending on who you're asking. If you grew up watching John Havlicek, you are much more likely to think that he is goat-worthy. If you, you grew up watching John Havlicek, you think, you know, Dr. J or Kareem is goat-worthy. John, Havlicek, seven... John Havlicek's better all time than Dr. J. No, I can agree with that. Just because Dr. Kar- J... But Kareem, though, yes. Kareem is my third... Is third on my list mm-hmm. but no if you're a Celtics fan and you grew would like did he grow up a Celtics fan who you're no you said your grandfather no then what was he 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 didn't watch basketball that's why I think it's stupid John Havlicek was crazy if you grew up in that time yes you could easily think that but why are you defending him Jonah this is a stupid take he's just saying it because he wants to make people angry no it's an opinion because my dad says it too Hondo rest in peace by the way rest in peace Hondo it's an opinion. It's just not a good one. No, it's a good one. If you grew up watching... Now, is it correct? I would say no, but if you grew up watching that player, then yes. you. Jonah, can... we're supposed to hate on people for their opinions. No, this is awful. we're not. This is abhorrent. No. I hate this. That's a better take than some of the takes you've had. Like what? You said Dennis Rodman was worse all the time than Chris Bosh. No, I slipped no, it out. We, no, uh, we I'm all... I'm editing that we out. We all now. heard it. No, leave it. Well, because I didn't mean because it. Because that's not genuine if you edit it out. Yeah, okay. I just didn't mean it. Like, I want to make it clear. I didn't mean it. Like, I really didn't. Because I just thought about it. Because Chris Bosh would be more valuable on a roster if you want scoring. But if it, you look at it, Dennis Rodman is just a better all-time player because he's good at rebounding. Are you more likely to think that a player is better all-time if you watch them a lot? Yeah. Bingo. Then that's probably why I had I said the Chris Bosh thing at first because I watched Chris Bosh and that's why he said the Havlicek thing. He never watched Havlicek. That's the point. But I'm saying someone that says that, like anyone that says that, doesn't have to be your grandfather. Like my dad says that Havlicek's one of the best players ever. I mean, I still think he's one of the best players ever, but I'm saying he's not. If you're the all-time leading scorer in Celtics history, and it's not Larry Bird, Larry Bird also had injury struggles. That's why he wasn't. Still, 
Man, I thought that take would get you angry. No. What takes? Okay, show me. Get, show me a take that makes you angry. No. Why? Because that's not on my list. That can lead well into who do you think is? What do you think is the best team of all time? Uh, there's one answer. Oh, what year Bulls? It was the 90s. No. 94 Bulls. No. The Golden State Warriors? The 2017 Golden State Warriors of Kevin Durant is the best team of all time. I think on paper they cr- it is. They crush the Bulls. I wouldn't say crush. No, that's not true. Pippen, okay. Jordan guards Curry. Pippen guards Durant. Ron Harper guards Clay. Um... Ron I mean, Rodman and Draymond get each other ejected in the Would first quarter. Would you say quarter. Pippen guards Curry? No, Jordan guards Curry. Okay, I yeah. think Jordan's a better a better defender anyways. Clay would have a field day on Ron Harper, though. Ron Harper's a really good defender, no. But I, I, I'm one of those people that thinks Clay is overrated. No, but I'm just saying that because Ron Harper's 6'3", and Clay Thompson would shoot. Ron Harper's him. like 6'7". Really? Yes. Oh, maybe I just... <laughs> Ron Harper's like probably 6'8", actually. Okay. Maybe I'm just thinking... Because well, he was a point guard. Yeah. That's why I thought he was, like, he, shorter. He's 6'7". Oh, wow. No, he was tall. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, Rodman and Draymond will get ejected in the first quarter. That would be so much fun to watch. Uh, and then Luke Longley and Festus Azili would duke it. No, not Fe- it wasn't Festus. It would be Festus. It would be... JaVale? It would be JaVale. Or Zaza. Zaza. It, it, Zaza's trash self. Yeah, it, but Zaza was valuable to that Warriors team because he got Kawhi Leonard Because he injured Kawhi. Yep. And made that a foul. Yep. He like he's the reason why that's now a foul if you do that. Exactly. The the landing space one. The landing If if that doesn't happen, Kawhi I've seen Kawhi do crazier things. I don't think they would have won, but I think they would have gotten close. I just think that Bulls team is really good and it's Well yes, it's one of the most, if not the most successful team ever. It is the most successful team ever. I would say so the teams that are close, that the seven, the 2017, 2018, and I guess 19? No. No, 19 Warriors were awful. Tw- okay, so was it 2016, 2017, and then 2017, 2018? Well, was it? Because he was there two years. 2018, 2019 was the year the Raptors beat the Warriors in the finals. That was the year Kevin Durant like la- actually like popped his Achilles. So it would be 2017, 2018, 2018, 2019. That was the two years Kevin Durant was there. Yes. Those or wait, was he there three? No. Because what was the year that LeBron um, just absolutely destroyed the Eastern Conference as a no, first hold on. He might have been there three years because they, they beat the Cavs twice in the finals. I try not to remember it because it was just a dark time in the NBA because everyone just dark? thought that every, everyone, everyone thought that the Cavs Warriors. and Warriors were going to meet in the finals every single year for the rest of our lives. Okay, no, he was there He was there three years because they, they absolutely crushed the Cavs twice. Yeah. And then they lost to the Raptors. See, that just feels like a void in my mind because I just didn't like it. It was so boring. I love Kevin Durant, so I don't care. No, I liked Kevin Durant, I but it was just boring. Kevin Durant. What? It was boring to watch the same finals every year. What's the best year in NBA history? Yes, that's because the Cavs won 2016. 2015, it was, it, 2016. It was Cavs Warriors again. Yeah, but that was before KD was on the Warriors. That's still... You just said that it was... It got boring after a while. Like the, that it had, already, it had already been a while at that point. It was the second year that it happened. I still don't like to see two teams back-to-back years. It was four years in a row that it was the Cavs-Warriors. Good. They are the two best teams. It was just boring. It was LeBron versus Curry and then Durant. I just like parody, and it wasn't very parodic of them. It was funny. It was funny. Do you remember those memes that they were saying? It was like, oh, this is 
year 2030, Cavs and Warriors still meeting. Riley Curry versus Bronny James. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yep. Uncle Drew. I just, I just think that, you know, you watch these, you watch the, you watch the same series, and the Warriors were obviously really good, and you have to factor in record. And, and LeBron, I understand. And LeBron had Jr. You have to factor in record to that. The Bulls finished with ten losses, man. That's the second greatest regular season record ever. But the first. The first was is the, the twenty fifteen. Yes, but you said that the twenty sixteen seventeen Warriors were the best. Yes, because their roster is the greatest ever assembled. Just because the roster is the greatest doesn't mean they're the greatest team ever assembled. Yes, it does. That's what I mean. Most successful team is different than the best team ever. Like the best team ever assembled is like, yeah, the twenty seventeen Warriors. Or, no, the year with Boogie, technically. If no, you're talking about the best team ever, garbage. I mean, he's still better than. It's also when Kevin Durant was not not as good that year. Clay was also injured. In pre- no, was Clay was injured part of that season. I just think and Boogie was bad. I just think that it's really hard to argue for that Warriors team when the Bulls ended up finishing with a better record. And they also won a ring. I guess the Warriors won a ring that year too. I don't know. I just think with a better record, you got to give it to the war uh, the Bulls. Okay, by w- and it's still hold on. What the Warriors had a better record? No, the Warriors with KD. You're saying okay. is the greatest record. So the Warriors with KD were 64 and 17. I, that's that is not just dependent on that one team. That is dependent on. The entire league, for the record, not just that one team, because the entire league, as a whole, was better recently than some of the bummy teams that were in the '90s. I mean, you got to think they were going against Hakeem and the Rockets, uh, Patrick Ewing on the Knicks, Charles Barkley on the was it Suns, I think, and then you got yeah, that Jazz team. You're, na- really you're naming the top couple of teams. There's always going to be good teams, but as a whole, the NBA is better in 2017. Well, you can also make the argument that basketball players have just gotten better. Yes. Because that's true. But if we're going to just argue at their time and all time, I still think that it's the Bulls. Now, if you think, if we're going to argue that basketball players have gotten better and you're going to go from that point of view, then yeah, I'd probably agree with you. Who do you think wins in a 5v5? The Warriors. Exactly. Because people really ignore the fact that basketball players have just straight straight up gotten better. And so Kevin Durant, if he played in the '90s, would score 60. I don't, I don't disagree with you because Kevin Durant is a freak of nature in every regard. That can lead to the next thing too. Go on then. Who's the best scorer of all time, skill-wise? Ooh. Because uh, I think it's Kevin Durant. I wouldn't disagree with you. He because he's seven feet tall. Everyone says six nine. Bull crap. There's a picture of him saying next to DeMarcus Cousins, who's like 6'10", 6'11", and he's well taller than him. He's maybe even 7 feet 7'1". I say Kevin Durant's around 6'11". He's the, even then, he has the ball handling skills of like a point guard. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's grown his passing, actually. This past year on the Suns, he was good passing-wise. Kevin Durant can do literally And everything. he can shoot from dang near half court, and he's debatably one of the greatest mid-range shooters in history. And people forget on the Thunder when he was one of the greatest dunkers. He would yam on you. Exactly. Because the thing is, when he jumps, his arms are so freakishly... I'm looking up his wingspan. It's insane. His wingspan is like seven foot four. I was almost... 
I was going to guess more than that. It's just like seven six or something like that. If you're just talking about seven five, the tools he has been gifted by God to play basketball with are some tools that we've never seen before. Because you think the thing is, you have to think even if he pulls up from two feet behind three point line, that he jumps high on his shot. You're not blocking that. No one's well, going to block. One, it. You're not blocking it. Two, he doesn't have to like try as hard when he's pulling up from deep because he's so tall and he jumps so high on his three pointer. He's basically just kind of flicking it in the net and his release is so high too his he's the guy he releases it at the top of his head he has no he has his he's the most unblockable shot of all time he has one of the prettiest shots ever in my opinion there's been time so good do you remember back in the 2018 2019 playoffs where in the series versus the clippers they showed the picture of him a dude had his hand in Mm. his face between his arms dude still swished it from mid-range yes and there was a time on the thunder where he was like double teamed, maybe even triple teamed, and someone had their hand in his face, and it it was a mid range, and it like it bounced in and out. And like, save Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, he's also the one of the greatest mid range shooters of all time. Yes, that's what I said earlier. I said I said he's debatably one of, if not the greatest mid range shooter ever, besides like Kobe and Jordan. Yeah, he's probably the third because Kobe and Jordan were. He's one of the niche exceptions. So Jackson Chapman always says, and I agree with him, that the mid range shot is the worst shot in basketball. Except for a few, ex- there's but there's a few exceptions to that, and one of them is Kevin Durant, Demar Derozan, like those guys. I think long range, mid range shots is, are the worst shot. That's in that's what Jackson means. Like like long mid ranges especially are the worst. But except for a couple people, I still think that like second, third hash mid range shots are still very valuable to the game. I mean, well, yeah, they're they're valuable. It's just like when you take a long mid, just mid ranges in general are the worst shot in basketball because a lot of people can't shoot them anymore. Well, if you can't shoot a three, you definitely can't make a mid-range shot. Tell that to DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> DeMar's gotten a lot better his three-point shooting, though. Tell that to Brandon Ingram his, like, first year when he shot, like, 14 threes the entire year. <laughs> Kevin Durant is the archetype for every, you know, freak-of-nature player that is Dude, coming. Dude, when I'm making a my career player in 2K, I want to make Kevin Durant. He was the inspiration for why Wemby is the player he is. He's the inspiration for. I mean, I wouldn't say Giannis just because Giannis has a jump shot. But he's, but no, but I get what you're saying in that. So many people, so many like people coming out of college and stuff are compared to Kevin Durant because of just like players are getting bigger mm-hmm. and taller, and when they're tall, skinny, can score. Kevin Durant. Yes. Like when Imani Bates, when Imani Bates was uh, going into his freshman year, next to Kevin Durant, they were all everybody was saying it. Imani Bates now, though, is not like Kevin Durant. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Brandon Ingram. Oh, my gosh. Brand, Brandon Ingram is, is kind of that Kevin Durant to me. He's probably, not as good, obviously. He's probably the cleanest comparison I've seen to Kevin Durant, just because he plays very similarly. The Slim Reaper. All right. Who's the best defender of all time? Ooh. Are we talking just... Because I feel like post-defense and perimeter defense okay, can be separate. Yeah, let's go perimeter defense first. Michael Jordan. I say Jordan. Best post is Bill Russell. Yes. Or Hakeem. I'd say Hakeem. Or Hakeem. Because Hakeem, Hakeem, as far as big men go, is my favorite big man of all time. I love Hakeem Olajuwon. I need a jersey really bad. He's the all-time leader in blocks. People don't realize that. He's the all-time leader in blocks and rebounds, I'm pretty sure. Is that no, right? No, he's not. He, the all-time leader in le- leader That doesn't count. Rebounds. Don't say Wilt. It is Wilt, though. Don't That don't count. Number two is Bill. Number three is Dennis Rodman. So he's not on there. I can argue Hakeem just because Bill Russell wasn't playing against the guys that Hakeem was. Hakeem's competition was better. If you 
just if you still look at that, like, if you look at the defensive ratings, this is one thing Jack Johnson is into, is, is like, deep, defensive ratings? deep statistics and stuff. His defensive rating is stupid. It's good. Bill Russell's defensive rating is absolutely crazy. But I say... I don't... Okay, this is my thing. Did they track that at the time? Because they didn't track blocks in the 60s. No, they didn't. So his defensive rating is entirely subjective. Yes, you could. But if that's true, and I, and I think it is, yeah, dude. But I say Michael Jordan... Who's the other people that could be up there? City, no. Gary Payton. I was, yeah, Gary Payton. Well, you were about to say Sidney Moncrief. I almost did. And I mean, then yeah. I well, yes. Scott, Scotty Pippen is up there. You have to, you also have to take in oh, more recent players like Kawhi. Kawhi. Yes. Giannis. Yo, Giannis. Giannis is the best, might be want to be the best all around defenders ever. Yes, I think so. You have to, if you're taking in other, I mean, KD is a good. Kevin Durant player. is, people don't realize oh. that he's such a good defender. We're forgetting about Kobe. Kobe is an, another all-time defender. I think because just him and Jordan are just the same player to me. Mm-hmm. Except Kobe could shoot a little bit better. But like as far as defense, they're the same because they're the smartest guys on the court at any given time. Kobe can shoot a bit better. I'd say Michael's a bit better of a defender. Yes, Michael's a better defender. Yes, but it's not by a, not by a lot. Would you consider Tony Allen as one of them? Yes, because Tony first Allen, team all defense. He was so good. First team all defense. Well, because we- if you ask Kobe, there's an interview where. Somebody asked Kobe, who, if you're, if you're picking, who would you least like to be guarded by in the NBA? And he might have just been thinking at the time because he said Tony Allen. It was mm-hmm. when Tony Allen was on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and he said Tony Allen. He said Tony Allen gives me fits, man. If you're thinking about recently, who was the most recent guard to win defensive player of the he year? He shouldn't have won it. It should have been Drew Holiday. But Jonah... We're Marcus Smart fan club members. I know, but it still should have been Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, too. Because then Drew Holiday blocked Marcus Smart in that playoffs Mm -hmm. and uh, got that steal, I'm pretty sure. It was a steal, and they won that game. He got a steal and a a clutch block both on Marcus Smart, and they won that game. Clay Thompson, too, is a good defender. Clay, okay, yeah, here's the thing. I'm a Clay hater, but Clay's a really good defender. Yeah. I'm a Clay hater, though. You've got a bunch of good defenders. I know it's it's Jordan. It's the greatest I, I think it's Jordan, but there's a lot that are up there. And then if you're talking about post defenders, still Giannis. If you talk about all around, I think Giannis is Giannis can be the best. I need more. I need more like totals out of him. First. Two players that I think have a case against Hakeem that are a little bit more recent: Tim Duncan and Kevin. Garnett. I would say Tim Duncan. Yes. Kevin Garnett. Anthony Davis has a case. Oh my gosh! If Kevin or if Anthony Davis wasn't injured so much, Anthony Davis would be the greatest. Be the defender greatest of all time. defender because he can also guard perimeter. You also got Marcus Sol, who's really good. I love Marcus Sol, but he was just too slow on the perimeter. Well, I'm talking about post defense now. Oh, then Powell, Powell and Mark were both. Powell good. was a great defender. Dwight. Oh my gosh! Totally forgot about Dwight. Joakim Noah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Who now besides Giannis? Jared Allen, <laughs> Anthony Davis. Yeah, Bam is a good defender. De- defenders, defenders are few and far between. Joel is a de- no. Jo- uh, We're going into the mid now. The mid defenders nowadays. Post defense is kind of going out of style, just because defense is going out of style. That's why. That's another thing I have on here. That's why if Shaq was in the NBA now, how many points do they get average? I don't know. That's a good question. I'd say at least thirty. Well, you we Shaq is in the NBA. His name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, Shaq is more dominant than Giannis. Yeah, but Giannis is faster than Shaq. Well, yes, Giannis is a different player, but Shaq. 
Shaq was bigger. I get Shaq it. Was, Shaq is the most dominant force in sports history. If you uh, don't account for anything, any lies told to you about Will Chamberlain. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if, if you look at, oh, that's another thing Jack Johnson told me yesterday. Um, if you look at Will Chamberlain's, like, and his team, his team's offensive production is better when he's not on the court. And another thing, too. We know, and we know that everyone really loves to respect Wilt, but I think everyone in the sports world collectively just ignores all of Wilt's crazy stat lines. Because they seem too far-fetched. Because people told legends. Why did he score exactly 100 points? Why wasn't it 101? Why wasn't it 99? Because 100 is a good-looking number. Exactly. It looks good on a piece of paper when you hold it up and smile next to it. Now, the thing is, could he have done it? Yeah, I think he could have, but I need proof. I need proof, and there's only one living guy who's ever seen it. And he is old. And he's old and probably, you know, Don't. couldn't tell you. So, All right, best shooter, moving on. Uh, Best passer. Best shooter, yeah, we know who best shooter is. Best Sorry. passer. Ooh, um, Steve Nash is up there. I think there's one answer. Who is it? Magic Johnson. Yes, okay, sorry. It's not LeBron, don't do that. LeBron's the greatest playmaker of LeBron. all time. I would say he's up there because LeBron is more of an offensive threat than Magic was. So yes. he could be a better, he could be a, but the, some of the passes you see Magic make are so stupid. I think you could say Steve Nash is up there too. Steve though. Nash is up there. John Stockton is up there. John Stockton is the all time assist leader. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, he's also the all time steals leader, but you don't put him up there with some of the best perimeter. Chris Paul, we're forgetting about him. Chris, he just hasn't been consistent enough as of, as mm-hmm. of late. I mean, that's all you got. There aren't too many good passers in this. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Um, are there any good passers nowadays that you could think about putting up there? Maybe. Kyrie, maybe. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Steph Curry makes cool-looking passes, but he's not really that well known for it. He averaged eight and a half. Harden. Harden's a good playmaker, yeah. so that's he gets good passes. He averaged ten assists last year. Yes, he's he's good at point guard when he wants to be. Um, give me your next thing. Magic Oscar. Okay, so best shooter. Let's just Curry. It's Curry, but who do you think number two is? Either Reggie or Ray. I think it's a toss-up. Dame is also up there. I think Dame is number two for me. We've talked about this before. Yeah, and I might be a little biased because Dame Damian Lillard is my favorite player, so I could say right. I would say Ray Allen. It's just I I say I lean towards saying Reggie just because he got that amount of three pointers up back before people were chucking it. That's true. So he he probably shot less. Also, I think Clay is also rounding out that top five. I mean, I hate to admit it, but yeah. He's rounding out the top five. I put Kevin Durant above Clay. Ooh, I wouldn't fully, entirely disagree okay, with you, you. Do you factor in mid range shooting? Yeah, Kevin I'd Durant. say Kevin Durant. Clay's also a good mid range shooter, too, though. Mm. Mm. I feel like Clay, at one point in time in his prime, was probably had the highest chance of getting 100 points out of anyone in his prime. Whoa. Remember when he scored 63 and three quarters? I would say Kevin Durant, but okay. I just... I mean, yeah, but it's not because of him. It's because of his teammates. I just feel like Clay proved more to the league that he could do it. I think Kevin Durant probably could have done it more, but Clay like, gave me more proof that he could do it over KD. All right. So, this is a really good hypothetical. So, if there's a... If there... So current, current players. If there is a 1v1 tournament throughout the entire league, who comes out on top? Current players. Yes. Ooh. Again, there's. I think there's one answer. Kyrie Irving. No. Who do you think it is? Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant or Giannis? Giannis. 
It's Giannis. I would say Kevin Durant or Giannis because Giannis would have him on defense, but Kevin Durant's got him on offense. I think it would be a battle, though. I do feel like Giannis, though, has a guaranteed bucket anytime he wants it against just a single guy because Giannis is so much stronger. But than Kevin Durant's got the length. He does, but also you have to think Kevin Durant is taking – Kevin Durant is best at shots that don't have as high as a percentage as the shots that Giannis takes. Well, but Kevin Durant, the thing is, Kevin Durant's getting three points a lot. You're Giannis right. is not. <laughs> but you got to think, Kevin Durant's making those three-pointers 40% of the time. Giannis is just backing you down in the post and making those shots 70 80% of the time. Ma- maybe. I would say 70 because he'll shoot a fadeaway and break it. You're right. But just I, I just think that people say Gian- like Giannis is such a good defender, but I think Kevin Durant can give him the work. I feel like Giannis is the only player in the league that can block a Kevin Durant shot. Yes, I agree with that. Just because he's so long and strong. and All right, what about all-time? All-time what? All-time 1v1 tournament. Who I think there's all-time? one answer to this. And Kobe. It's... Kobe. I think I'd say Michael Jordan, but Kobe is a good answer. Too. I'd say the final is Kobe and Jordan. I mean, okay, you had to think, like, Shaq would be up there, but <laughs> it's like, it's just weird putting, like, Shaq up against, like, a Gary Payton or something like that. Well, you'd probably have like a big man division and a, and a guards right. division. Right. Then it would be then it would be Kobe and Jordan in the finals of the of the guards, and in the big man it would be Shaq and like Kareem. Yeah, I could see I could see that Shaq Kareem Shaq is definitely one of them. I might even say Shaq and Giannis Kevin just because Durant. <laughs> I might even say Shaq and Giannis because they're so similar to the point where you're gonna have two sets of similar players playing against each other in the finals. I just think Shaq. I I don't think there's a single thing besides like athleticism that Giannis is better than Shaq. Well, yeah, but I mean, I also, except for shooting, but neither of them are gonna shoot in one v one. You're right. I do think though that Giannis is Giannis has things that would have made Shaq's game even better. Yes. Like athleticism. That goes into the next the my last question that I have on this. Name some players. So first we're gonna do what players do you think that are playing in the NBA now you think could succeed in like the nineties, eighties, etc. Any of them. LeBron no. Chris Paul okay no Chris Paul would be good. Um if we're talking about just a straight up player that you know came to Late, because I don't think Embiid. I I think Embiid would not be as good. Anthony Bennett came too late. You look at all these draft busts, and you think the reason why they're not successful because they have every tool to be successful. Bad. Well, that, but it also could just be that they came too late. That's their fault. You're right. <laughs> You're not wrong when the pack when you say that. But you think of players like um, who's another who's a recent draft bust, Marvin Bagley. Oh my too late. goodness! DeAndre Ayton came too late. Okay, Ayton's not a bust. Calm. No, he's not a bust. But DeAndre Ayton would go crazy in the '90s because his play style is just like a Patrick Ewing, except he can shoot. Yeah, a little bit because you have to be able to shoot to even be decent in this NBA, unless you're like Nick Claxton or Jared Allen or something like that. So I think Ayton, just because he is a ball dominant big man, and you don't see that very often today unless they can do everything else that a guard can do like Joel and Jokic three current players that would dominate in the 90s DeMar yes that's a really good one DeMar would dominate I just didn't want to say DeMar because he's also just successful now too well yes like LeBron is one of them but like he's successful Mm -hmm. now but LeBron would cook I'm just trying to think of players that would have been more successful in the 90s than they are today Giannis 
You think Giannis would be more successful? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I don't disagree. Yep, Giannis would be more successful. Don't you agree with me on the Aiton take, though? I mean, yeah, but I just don't. I mean, I just don't think Aiton. I, Aiton's not a bust, but I just don't think he's that good. Wiggs also would be more successful in the I 90s. Him Wiggs. That's weird. Andrew Wiggins? He wouldn't be more successful. I mean, he's weak. I guess he would true. get bullied. And vice versa, who would be uh, past players that would be good now? I think I think Shaq would be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, this you've got the obvious ones. Let's think of like Jordan. Yes, but let's think of no. I was less gonna, obvious. I was gonna say something. I was back when I used to work at Hibbit. Um, Dustin Hastings will probably remember this because he was the manager on that shift. I'm pretty sure. I was talking with Chase Maris, and I'm asking him. We were basically having this conversation. I asked him, okay, so and this was um, this was mm-hmm. like the year that Kobe had died. We were talking about okay. Do you think do you think prime Kobe could be could be dominant in today's NBA? And he goes, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you think Jordan could? And he goes, no. What? Okay. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm saying there is stuff behind it that I kind of understand. Jordan's Jordan, Kobe was a great three point shooter. Jordan could prove that he was a good three point shooter, but Jordan still struggled from three a lot. But Jordan was better at the inside. Yes, he was way better at the inside. So that's why I still agree with the fact with you in the fact that Jordan would be successful they in today's NBA. They would both average 30. But Kobe if Kobe played in well, today's NBA, Kobe played more recently. That's also you have to start to think about that. If Kobe played in today's NBA, he might be he might go down as one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time because of the fact that he didn't jack up as many threes at that time when he played. But if he was in today's league where you just jack up a three all the time, I might say, we might be saying that Kobe was the greatest three-point shooter ever. Because the NBA now, defense isn't played as hard as it was back in early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. They would they would score they would score 50, walk off the court, and in the post-game interview, they would say everybody's soft and then walk away. I still think, you know what would be funny? You know in Kobe, if Kobe played in today's NBA, he would go score 50 or 60 and they'd walk off the court and be like, you guys are all soft and you need to play defense. And then he would keep defense in the league himself by just making people angry. Mm-hmm. That's just how Kobe worked. Rest in peace though, guys. That's gosh, that sucks so much. I cried. Just Kobe is so talented that I think him, he himself was one of the reasons that he defense stayed around for so long, seeing as, you know, the league has gone out of it without him to influence it. All right. I lied. My last thing that I have is what is – give me one. Your most or one of your most hot NBA takes. Ooh. You go first because I got to think of this. No, I have to think of mine. Oh, goodness. What is my hottest NBA take? I usually feel like I'm pretty decent Okay, on my I have a current one. This may be not – might not be my most hot take though. Okay. But I have one that's current. Jokic and Bede, not close. Yeah, no, I think it's close. I don't I don't. Also I think it's also just the media's pushing that it's not close now just because Jokic I, won the championship. Oh, I don't think it's close. I, I don't still think, think it's remotely close. I still think that it's a little bit close. I still think the Joe I th- still think Joel winning the MVP wasn't a crazy thing. Was it no, crazy? it wasn't crazy. I still think they they should have switched. Embiid should have won it last year, and then Jokic should have won it this this past this this year. I think Yoshi, Jokic deserved it last year. He did. Logos, Jokic, you think I Embiid just was a maniac last year? Okay, 
There's another. The, I have multiple takes. Another thing to Jokic. Jokic is already like one of the greatest centers in history. Yeah, he's top five. He yes. is. He is five. He's the great. He's the best player in Nuggets history already, easily. Mm-hmm. The only so that's close is Melo. Here's my take, and uh, I I have multiple, but I wanted to say this one. Kobe didn't deserve his 2008 MVP. Who did? Chris Paul. No. I think Kobe deserved the two MVPs that Steve Nash won because Steve Nash didn't okay, deserve either. That, that is true. As much as I love Nash, that's true. I think the one year Kobe won it, it was because the league was like, wow, we haven't given one of our greatest players of all time any MVPs. Any MVPs, which was blasphemous. And we need to give him one. And in 2008, Chris Paul did... Would this be 2007-2008 season? Yes. Okay. Kobe got his first MVP, which is blasphemous because he should have won it in 20... He should have had a couple. He should have at least had two Okay, 2007-2008. Chris Kobe. Paul had better stat lines. Kobe averaged 28, 6, and what? 5.4. Yes. And then look at CP3. Chris Paul averaged... Hold on. He averaged, a, it was probably his highest scoring season ever. 21, 11, and 4. No, not a chance. Kobe deserved that. <laughs> he averaged 21 points. No. 21 points, yes. But you, Steve Nash won averaging 18. Well, Steve Nash shouldn't have won it at all. You're right. I'm just saying that with the way that both of their teams finished out that year, too, I think Chris Paul had they, better. They shot similar percentages. How did their teams finish? Their teams finished it out, finished it out pretty similarly. Hold on. I understand the scoring average does the harrowing scoring average difference does make it a bit hard for me to prove. I understand that. What team was he on again? Yeah, there was there's still a New Orleans Hornets. Yes, that was. I I still think that that was that was Chris Paul's best years of his career. Oh, uh, not close. Yes, that was his prime. Yes, fifty-seven and twenty-five were the Lakers. They finished first in the Pacific, and then the Hornets finished fifty-six and twenty-six, first in Southwest. What about conference finishing? I can't tell. Wait, can I? No, I can't tell. Not from this page. So, Chris Paul also had less help on his team. He was the only all-star on that team. Offensive rating for the Lakers is a good bit higher. Well, you gotta think. You got Kobe and Powell. And maybe Andrew Bynum? I don't know if he was there yet. Chris Paul. It was Chris Paul and David West. That's about it. Peja Stoyakovich, Tyson Chandler. Yeah, but this is old Peja. This is young Tyson. Morris Peterson. Who? Morris Peterson. I'm kidding. I'm Low P. Oh, goodness. I'm kidding. David kidding. West, yeah. Yeah, it was CP3 and David West as the two main guys on that team. And you got, you know, all I'm saying is CP3 was the best player on a good team, and he didn't have much help. But, the okay, mine is, like, forget about the Stars. The Hornets team is better. Yes. Because the other guys on this Lakers team are not good. DJ Mabenga, Kobe Carl, <laughs> Vladimir Radmanovich, Ronnie Turiev, Ronnie Turiev, Sasha Vujicic, Luke Walton, Kwame Brown. The GOAT, you mean? No. The GOAT is Robert Sacre. Oh, yeah, him. And Keita Bates-Diop. Okay, so Jonah. Bynum was on this team. Let's do one more take a piece and then we'll finish it out. You go. Okay, well then. All right. So my hot take. So you remember that Celtics team that with Jason Tatum as a rookie that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and almost and lost to the Cavs. Yes, in Game Seven. 
I think with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward back, they still wouldn't have beat LeBron. Yep. Okay, then that's not as hot. Because guess who the best player on that team was? Jason Tatum. No. Jason Tatum was the best in the right moments. No, Al Jalen Brown. Horford. Al Horford was the reason that series was close. Yeah, because Al Horford was like the guard. of He guarded the good guys. Yeah, and he scored probably 15 a game. I think they were all, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Al Horford were Who's all three. Trey Young sucks, in my opinion. I don't think he sucks. He's a good player. This I'm looking at Reddit now. Trey is a much better offensive player than Luca, dude. Trey's a stat patter. Yes, that's why the Hawks aren't good. Oh, there's another one. I got one. Quinn Snyder better rip it. You just reminded me of one that I have. What? Russell Westbrook. What about him? Overrated. He's stat patter. (sighs) He's good. He's very good. Do not get me wrong. But he's overrated. I don't know what to think of that. Because, yes, but also, I kind of hate you saying that. But, like, at the same time, I can't see why you're wrong. I mean, what did his team do? You're right. Ever without Kevin Durant. My one proving, my one thing that I want to prove, or one thing I want to say for against that, and I'm not saying I disagree, the year that Westbrook was injured and the Thunder played without Westbrook was the year they didn't make the playoffs. No, no, but then Westbrook comes back halfway through the season and he moves them from close to the bottom of the conference to the eight seed and they get into the playoffs when when Westbrook comes back, showing that the Thunder were better with Westbrook, much better. So, while I don't disagree, I think that maybe Westbrook still had a very, he has an impact on his team, unlike Trey Young. Because Trey Young, he could, you could take him off the court and DeJounte Murray could do his job. DeJounte Murray, I think, is. Is I would rather have him on the court. Yes. The Hawks aren't that much worse with Trey Young off the court. Nope. The Thunder team, they were a lot worse with Russell Westbrook off the court. I'm, well, Russell Westbrook is definitively better than yes. Trey Young. Oh, yes. Um, I still think, you know, I, 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 uh, I, hate, I hate saying it, but you're right. Yes, he's overrated. I just think his triple doubles were a little overrated because... Stephen Adams let him have every rebound. Oscar Robertson's better all time. Thank you. Yeah, that's obvious, though. I'd uh, say that. I guarantee you a lot of people would say that's blasphemous. Robertson had a championship. Cause, yeah, because guess who has a championship? To be fair, though. Does he have one or two? One. He had one with the, the Bucks. Because To be fair, though, he was playing with Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem. So well, Yeah, but. It was rookie Lou Alcindor. So, not rookie. It was. Young Lou Alcindor. He was still Lou Alcindor. Exactly. Good point. I don't know. I hate that you're saying it. Oh, it's. I I can't. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You're right. That hurts. To be fair, it doesn't. Those navy blue jerseys they're playing with, though, on the Thunder, sick. I loved them. What are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, I think that's all we got for today. I think so. I don't see any more than I'm... Well, I think that's all we've got for today. If you guys... Please, if you all have any opinions you want to tell us, or you know, if you want to disagree with us, please feel free to leave a comment. Do it. Yes, leave a comment and tell us how awful at NBA knowledge we are and all that stuff. And please leave a like on it. Please follow us on Spotify. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Peace.